Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You're listening to episode number 178. We are unlocking our mailbox today. We're finally diving in to answer your questions, share some feedback, and give you our very best yet unprofessional advice. Yeah, I'm just going to answer the question randomly. <laughs> I was looking over at you and I was thinking about how to describe us giving advice and unprofessional and <laughs> silly is what came to my mind. Yes. <laughs> well, if you're new to the show, welcome. Thank welcome. you so much for checking us out. We do a Disney podcast. We talk about history, unlock some attractions, some resorts, and have a little fun. I hope I hope that you guys are having are having fun while listening to this because I try at least to make it informative yet funny. So here we go. Let's get into the mailbox. Wait, you're not going to say anything about me when I said I was trying to be funny? I was trying how? to ignore that. <laughs> okay. Listen, we all know the show. All right. I was setting you up for that one and you just, you didn't take it. I don't like the setups. Oh. I like to come in when they're not set up. Got it. I don't like to, I don't like to hop on the ones that you're expecting me to. Gotcha. All right. Well, all kidding aside, we love getting your messages and your feedback and it gives us the opportunity to get to know you a little better and it helps, helps you, I hope, to make your next vacation even better. Yeah, so. cer- certainly helps me. It helps when we answer your question before you actually go to Walt Disney World. We've been, we've been kind of, we've kind of been a little busy and getting overflowed with messages. And it's not until what when we do these shows, I go, oh my gosh, they already went to Disney. We never answered. I feel really bad. I know it, it comes so, to a point when you get the you look at your mail, your email, and there's always that like point of return where there's too many and you're like oh i give up well there's email there's facebook there's but it's, this you know what what messages. are you complaining about what? no 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 i'm not complaining i'm just saying i just would like to on air i would like to apologize to those of you i i do think okay i'll blame you bruce you can just blame me That's all right fine. that it's, it's but i'm excited let's get into some of these i'm excited that people okay uh want to send us an email ask us a question and i'm excited to have you answer them all right, sounds good. I'm going to start off the the show with the question that's actually been quite a hot topic lately. We've been actually getting this question pretty often in the last few months, and it actually comes directly from Andy, who says, I just finished out a great dr- Disney trip with my family. My question is this. How do you guys deal with PDB? What do you think that is, Bruce? Peanut butter, jelly <laughs> sandwiches. Post Disney Blues. Hmm. This is harder to answer now than it was, I'd say, six years ago. Yeah, because you could always you could always get. I mean, Andy, you could always start a podcast. I know. I could just say, <laughs> say we just hop on Facebook Live and talk to you guys. And yeah, it's right. Fun. <laughs> exactly. Or go inside of our Patreon group and hang out with the friends in there and just kind of just hang out and yeah, talk Disney and it kind of takes away from those Disney Blues. But yeah. if you're not inside of our Patreon group, uh, that would probably help. If, nice plug there. Yeah, that was a good plug there. Okay. If so, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna think back to about six years ago because this really did used to happen to me six years ago. I'd say six plus years ago, we didn't go twice or three times a year. We definitely went once a year at least. Sometimes twice, three times, but sometimes there was years where we didn't get to go twice. What? What? <laughs> yes, you. Sometimes we went twice. What? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, 
previous to six years ago. Okay. That's when we really started hammering away at these Disney trips. Oh, right. You know, you know 10 years ago, there were some times we went, one. Well, all right, whatever. What are you okay. making me go on and on for? I don't know. I'm just thinking. But anyway, what I was trying to say is it's – I have to think back to what we did six plus years ago because it's different now for us. It's different for you. I'm going to answer this because after you. I was stalling. Oh, do you want me to answer it? Go ahead. Well, I think that you don't get the Disney blues anymore because I feel like you're always involved – I'm going to say this, you guys, 2017, Bruce stepped up his game and what I think, you might not think this, but I definitely do. It was epic for Connie because he does a lot more behind the scenes with the podcast than I do now. And so I feel like you're always involved with the show so you don't get the blues. But for me, I still get the blues. In fact, I have this weird thing that happens to me. I get the blues before we even go. So we have, if we have, for instance, when we just went on our November trip, I was starting to feel the blues a week before our vacation. So anyway, I feel like I have firsthand experience with this and I still deal with this pretty often. My suggestion would be to, I know you didn't even get to your suggestion. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I, I'd love, I always love to hear your suggestion. I'm sure you guys listening do. My suggestion would be, it would be to plan your next trip. Yeah. The only thing that works for me is with anything, right? Like whether I'm working, I have a long day at work or, and we're looking forward to watching a movie with the family or we're going on a trip next week. Like I always want something to look forward to. And even if it's two years away, so plan your next trip. And the, and the great thing about Disney, if you go through Disney or you use a travel agent, you can pay for your trip as you go. Even if it's $10, like if you save $10 one week, and I know that doesn't sound like a ton of money, because it, but over the course of a year or two years, you know, $10 a week can add up. And then when you do have to pay, however many days out it is, you have to kind of pay for your whole trip. It's not as much, right? But then you kind of like every week you're thinking about your trip, your upcoming, I'm saving $10. Uh, this is this, um, this extra hour at work is for this or for uh, our trip. And it just gives you something to look forward to on a daily and weekly basis. So I'm with you, but I'm not committing to any money. Like I feel you can plan a trip, like your dream trip. Maybe you went to Disney and you didn't get to see everything you wanted to see, which I'm pretty much, it's for a fact, because we're still seeing new things every day. Oh, yeah. So maybe do a trip sort of daydream. I used to, and still do actually, go onto the Walt Disney World website and just click around, look at the restaurant offerings, look at some of the activities, some of the tours maybe, and kind of just dive into stuff like that. And that really helps me get excited and really takes away those blues. And I also love to kind of incorporate anything I can do with Walt Disney himself. So if I if I'm feeling the Disney blues, I will pick up a book and read about Walt Disney, the person. I feel like that really helped helps me a lot. Yeah, or listen to audiobooks or go to YouTube and kind yeah. of watch some history of Walt Disney or how Disneyland was created or started. There's all kinds of videos on YouTube about the history of Disney between not just Walt himself and Roy and telling their story, but the Imagineers that are at Disney that are kind of still alive now that tell the stories about what it was like to work with Walt. Those are the my favorite, at least. Exactly. So those are a few things. There's, there's, of course, other things that we can also talk about, but that could probably be a whole show in I the mean, future. That's, yeah, it probably could. I mean, there's <laughs> podcasts, there's live shows. I don't know. What do you think about listening to – like, do you think that hearing about Disney from other people going to Disney all the time makes you feel better? Um, You know what? I wasn't sure until our friend Vendetta 
said that she finally joined us on a show. She had like the Disney blues and she was kind of avoiding everyone and not participating in the live show. And we helped her through it. So I kind of, I mean, it's kind of a pat on my back here. <laughs> hey, it did a good job, by the way. I did a good job. No, I don't know. I guess, I guess so. I think it's the whole community, right? Being yeah. involved, not just listening to a podcast passively, but uh, joining a Facebook group or going to are a live show like ours and kind of interacting with other people who are planning trips because maybe you can answer questions that we have or other people have and you can right. help them and that'll kind of take your mind off the fact that you just got back because you're giving your advice to other people who are going soon and then that helps you look forward to and then you know if you see all these other people going it gives you motivation to kind of nudge your significant other to let you go again <laughs> oh that's what it is i think so there's nudging listen you got to give sometimes you're in a you're in uh, a family, and not everybody loves Disney, right? Oh, they like point. it, and they go, but it's not like their number one vacation. Who are these people? <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. I want to talk to them. And it takes a little convincing sometimes. All right. The next question. Well, you moved on from that awful quick. Oh, no. Oh, because. I, oh, sorry. I'm trying to move it along. You, you, you're you very talkative today. All right. Next question. <laughs> this one is from Molly, and from she's from St. Louis, Missouri. She says, I recently found your show and have been studying up for our upcoming trip in February. We will have a fairly large group with lots of little kids ages four and under. We're planning on doing two park days, one at Magic Kingdom and the second at either Animal Kingdom or Epcot. I've heard that Animal Kingdom is better for young kids. Is that true? Also, I feel like you often highlight food from other parks, but what are your favorite restaurants and snacks? From Animal Kingdom. That's an interesting question. That's a great question, That is Molly. a great question. I think Animal Kingdom, listen, you're in what? Disney World, right? Okay, yeah. I think no matter what park you go in, kids are going to have fun. That's true. Animal Kingdom is a little bit more younger kid-centric, I think, than Epcot. Uh, and it mostly, for me, is because of the World Showcase. Like, that's one of my favorite parts of Epcot. And even our kids, to this day, as old as they are, uh, can only tolerate that with us so much. You know what? It's funny because I we got this question and I ran it by our kids and I had them answer. And actually, two of them said Epcot and one said Animal Kingdom. Did the youngest one say Animal Kingdom? That is true. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> but I do think you're on to something. See, here's my thoughts on, although there's, I, I don't know, Epcot is my favorite, one of my favorites. You're talking four and under though. I know, I know. I totally get it. So... Going back to when our kids were that age and in strollers and it's to me, I think they are more wowed by Animal Kingdoms and animal, will be more wowed by Animal Kingdom and the animals like our kids are still wowed by the animals. And it's just something they could do and spend time just kind of marveling at the animals for quite a bit. Yeah. Whereas you don't get that in Epcot at all. And I feel like you're right about the World Showcase. It's huge by the time you walk around. Ultimately, what we love to do there is eat our way around the world, which can only be done to a certain degree when you have that many kids under age four, right? Because at some point, they're going to get sick of eating, right? And just kind of... Yeah. And some of the attractions at uh, Epcot are for taller kids. True. But Animal Kingdom has has its thrill rides. But I think the shows, Finding Nemo, The Lion King, all those, I think they're going to have a blast. Let me just tell you, though, It's a Bug's Life, uh, the show in the tree, the three-day, well, it's like 4D show, it can frighten little kids. I don't think that parents 
really get that information. It doesn't frighten you. It's not scary, but it's, it's there's certain scary. things that like pop up or happen during the show that can be a little there's, offsetting if yeah, you're young and you're not there, expecting it. It's a bug's life. So there yeah. are bugs that, let's just say. that Just because it freaks you out, Connie, doesn't mean it's going to freak out little kids. Okay. But yeah. I agree. I think that if I had little kids and I was choice between Epcot and Animal Kingdom, uh, I definitely would choose Animal See, Kingdom. See, it was a tricky question, Molly, because... We have gone to Epcot with the kids really young. Our youngest, she was in a, uh, what are those called? Carry, carry on thingies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. I don't know either. The walkie thingies. I don't know. Anyway, she was little. She might have been eight months. And then our other two were four and five at the time. And that's one of my favorite memories of Epcot. Kind of going to see all the shows, going, taking them into Figment and going to see Living with the Land. And then... At the end, when they were sort of tired, we went to the world, put them in the strollers, and we went to the World Showcase, and we ate. That's when I discovered my love for the chocolate mousse in Italy. Are you going to tell her to go to Epcot or Animal Kingdom? No, but I'm just saying it. I I will say Animal Kingdom. That's going to be my advice right now. But I'm just saying it was a hard choice because I have that memory of Epcot and really feeling like, oh, I have adult time now. Right? Right. But But she's not asking you that. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, Molly. All right, moving on. What? No. It her, sounds like wait. It sounds like she's made up her mind, anyways, because she asks. She, she says, "I feel like you often highlight food from other parks, but what are your favorite restaurants and snacks from Animal Kingdom?" So why don't we talk about that? I feel like we don't talk about the snacks or food from Animal Kingdom because every time we go there, it's like ninety-five degrees and there's animals around, and you don't really want to eat. I was literally about to say it's usually way too hot, and I was speaking for myself, but you. I was surprised that it came from you because you're always hungry. And for the most part, back, you know, except for the last couple of years, Animal Kingdom closed at six. True. So it wasn't necessarily a place where we would eat dinner. That's true. Good point. Like we would be done by then. Yeah, we would get a couple snacks and then we'd go to eat dinner somewhere else. We're either at the resort or at a different resort or we'd park hop to somewhere else. So it, it only until I'd say since it's been open since 10 o'clock or, or have we thought about eating dinner there. Totally. And... I, I don't know why we haven't talked about the quick service. I mean, the Harambe Market is really great. That's actually, it's it's really a fun place to go and get and share meals. Like, I like going to, I like going there and sharing all different types of food. I think we shared, um, what did we share? The flatbread and we just, I don't even know how to say any of it. I know. That's barbecue all- ribs. There, were, there was barbecue ribs. I'm probably not the name of it, but it was barbecue <laughs> ribs. That's what it was. That was great. Maybe that's why we don't talk about Animal Kingdom at all or the food because we can't pronounce any of these restaurants <laughs> and or their their offerings. That's true. Santuli Canteen is great, though. Wait, let me just go back to Harm. It was beef and lamb flatbread, and then the kids got skewers. Are you going to name stuff off the menu now that it's going to be gone when she goes? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Don't go there. Just can't <laughs> just name places. Go don't there. name items. No, but I was thinking when we got the kiwi juice that we got and we split it it was like kiwi and mango remember that soda i do it's so delicious but anyways okay where were you going now i'm going home oh no (laughs) don't go home what restaurant were you saying i was saying the santuli canteen that's new oh that's new yeah pandora that's great yeah but i just the only reason i think we haven't talked about animal kingdom food that much is because it's hot and we didn't go all day. It's only recently been open till 10 o'clock. So I think that that's maybe something that will change for the podcast moving in the future. Our kids love, by the way, Flame Tree Barbecue. Bruce isn't a big fan of barbecue. So we're usually eating there, not all together, if we grab anything over there. 
there's also um, everyone. I mean, I feel like everybody loves this. It might be something that is just kind of known, but the Yakin Yeti is really good. Yeah, for, it is pretty good. For, for, I don't know. And I think good. we end up usually going to Animal Kingdom first. So we always have like our dinner reservations and lunch kind of scheduled towards the end of the trip or throughout. And we just kind of snack it up in Animal Kingdom. All right. Well, what are your, do you have a favorite snack in Animal Kingdom? Like, do you just. My favorite snack in Animal Kingdom is wherever I can easily access a snack stand from wherever I am in line. <laughs> doesn't even matter what it is. That's it's like it. the closest one to me. I'll try anything. Yeah. And if it's walking distance for me to get out of line, go get a snack, get back in line before we get into the building or wherever we are. Like, that's my favorite spot. Okay. Fair enough. All right, moving on. We have two questions from Stephanie from an undisclosed location. She didn't leave her location. All right, she's incognito. <laughs> incognito. What are your Disney rituals, the things you have to do every single time you go? And the second question is, do you want me to ask, an, talk about that yet or you want to answer the first one? No, go to the second one. What are your tried and true methods for saving money or creative ways to save? I don't think we have any. I think we're pretty bad at that, actually. <laughs> so I would say the only tra- for the fact that we get a lot of emails. Do you use this website? Do you do DVC? <laughs> do you do the dining plan? And we're like, we don't do any of that. What we is d- wrong with us? We literally do. I know, right? We literally do. Uh, we literally do peanut butter and jelly, like a lot. A lot of granola bars. <laughs> we literally save money by sacrificing a lot of time at home. Like we don't. I'd say one thing we do when we go to Disney that you do often is you do. Especially the last few trips. Um, You've gotten really smart at packing. Ooh, say that again. You've gotten really smart at packing food, enough for the whole day, bringing it in a cooler or some sort of cooled bag that stays cool for a while, adding ice packs, and then putting it in a locker. And then we kind of go back and forth to the locker throughout the day with either frozen waters that have melted throughout the day or oranges or granolas or bananas. Oh, Uh, I was thinking more like she meant save before, like save up for your trip. Oh, but no, I think maybe that's what she meant. I'm, I don't know. Well, like, in that case, turn but, off your cable. <laughs> uh, turn the heat down to 62. Get very limited Wi-Fi when you have a podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We do have very limited ga- cable. That's a fact. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many things that you can do to save. I, I think that you have to think about not necessarily the end amount of money. But to me, going to Disney isn't just about a destination. It's about the experience of... Uh, Doing the research before you go with your family, playing games at home with the anticipation of going, building up that excitement. That's all part of the Disney vacation. And then getting to Disney is like the end. That's when the letdown starts to happen. Right. You know, you get off the plane that first day and you're like, oh, we only have seven more days we're going no. home. However many days you're staying there for. All right. So saving up for your trip, I would say. So if that's the question, I would say definitely do what Bruce's, Bruce and I do is just kind of cut back on your – you'd be surprised how much money you can save and then do like a vacation budget. Yeah, man. And this is a great website. Start it's called it. eBay. Oh. There's probably a bazillion things around your house that you could sell. It, you know what? I don't sell anything on eBay, but I have had success on other platforms where I've actually sold things that have been collecting dust in the corner. Collecting dust in the corner. <laughs> Connie will take something. If you haven't moved it in three days, she's going to put that on whatever website she's talking it's about. It's out of here. You better use that quick. And it goes towards our vacation budget. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, like, you know, you really need a vacation. This geometry book? Who This geometry book's been sitting here three days. You better get rid of it or I'm selling it. It's out. Yeah. It, 
yeah, he's exaggerating. I think you're exaggerating, but yeah, for the most part, I do love doing that. It's really rewarding being able to sell something like that when it's just when it's not. I mean, it's not being used at yeah, all. Yeah, I think it's a priority, right? It's everything's yeah. figure outable. Everything is figure outable. I love that. It's a new word that Bruce has coined, and the kids we try to we try to use that message for the kids because really, you know, otherwise you get stressed or you you stress so much about thinking you can't afford a, a trip and guess what it's up to what you think you can do yeah you know if you think you can't you can't but you will be surprised of of what you can do if you just put your mind to it and so and if you're looking for ways to save money while you're there ask for ice waters at quick service <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, go to the store before you get there and bring a cooler because you can bring waters and food into the park like a collapsible cooler and yeah i mean you could really do a share meals there's there's so many ways. Yeah, don't buy. Just go in and try on the clothes and hang out <laughs> in the stores. You don't necessarily need to buy anything. You just wear it around the store for a little bit. It'll feel oh, like you no. bought it. Yeah, sure. This is why we get in trouble. This is why. Who got in trouble? I don't know. I feel like we're going to get in trouble. Okay, anyways. Our Disney rituals, things that we have to do every time we go. I would say we have to visit the Polynesian whether we're there or not. That's Tonga a, Toast. I mean, obviously, that's a given. I, I was, you know what? I forgot about I feel like we've talked about Tonga Toast so much. Well, listen, it's a ritual. She asked me a question. What's my ritual? I got to go Fine. get some Tonga toast. Okay. Ritual. Um, <laughs> my other ritual is it's not a Disney vacation if I don't visit Magic Kingdom. So that's a must. And I actually have to kind of – I love sitting on the curb on Main Street. That's a ritual. It sounds really weird now that I'm saying it out loud. But I love grabbing a coffee and just sitting on Main Street and people watching. And sometimes I'm in the way. Most often I am. But – for the most part, it's pretty fun seeing everyone take pictures and just marveling at the castle. That's really cool. Yeah, I think riding the monorail around the resort loop. <gasps> I forgot about that. That's a ritual. It's something we always do. Get a cone of coffee, kind of go on the resort loop and just walk, you know, go from the uh, kind of go into all three resorts, right? Start at the Polynesian, head over, get off at the Grand Floridian, walk around the lobby there, uh, relax for a few minutes, maybe walk on the grounds depending on what kind of day it is outside. And then hit the contemporary, do the same thing, and then we hit back to the Polynesian. That's kind of like a half a day for us. And that's something that we do on almost every trip. I wouldn't even say almost. It's every trip. That's a ritual. It doesn't feel complete without it. It's kind of like, yeah. I don't think we've ever gone to right Disney World and not done that. No, that's what I'm saying. It's a ritual. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, All right. good. We're on the same page. Did we answer awesome. any of these questions, by the way? I, I hope so. I I hope so. Okay. Moving on to Robert. Wait. Should we, should we stick on that so are you saying we didn't answer her question? I think we did. I'm okay. just asking to confirm. <laughs> did we answer your question? <laughs> if we didn't, send a follow-up. Info at unlockingthemagic.com. <laughs> okay, on to Robert's question, also from an undisclosed location. He says, we are staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but on one of our off days, would like to visit the Polynesian, as we've always wanted to stay there and hope to do someday. We'd like to have a meal there. Which of the restaurants would you recommend and for what meal? On the one hand, we'd like to be there early in the day so that we can try the much-talked-about Tonga Toast and maybe go in the pool if it's warm enough. On the other hand... Whoa, 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 what? Yeah, I, let me finish. On the other hand... <laughs> Uh-oh, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble on this one. Okay, see? See what I'm talking about, Bruce? All right. All right, I'm continuing here. On the other hand, the dinner menus at Ohana and Kona look amazing. Both seem to have better reviews than the Luau. Any advice on which meal to do and at which restaurant would be much appreciated? It is, of course, a matter of 
opinion, but we really value yours. Many thanks. Uh, disclaimer? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I probably should not talk on the podcast. Yeah. You well, probably anyway. meaning you shouldn't. Yeah. Just a disclaimer. When I talk about pool hopping, you shouldn't do that when anybody's looking. Oh, my gosh. Okay. First of all, Robert, feel free to visit any Walt Disney World resort. They are very welcoming. When you arrive at the resort, the gate, you, they ask for uh, either your to scan your magic band. If you're staying on property, if you're not, they ask for an ID. Occasionally, you may find, if especially if it's a busy, busy week or there's some kind of marathon going on, you might not have access to the resort unless you have a formal reservation. So you can't just go visit sometimes. But we found that's only happened maybe once or twice where they're overpacked. Yeah, I think it was marathon weekend. It was only one time, I believe. But you are able to do anything at the resort. You're able to dine at the quick service. You By the can, way, what? <laughs> when we get up to the gate, <laughs> yeah, I always feel real nervous. I know why. Well, I still feel nervous, even though we're like You're getting like, to Oh, my God, he's looking people. at me. Okay, Connie, where's my ID? He's looking at me. <laughs> or now you do the magic band if we're staying on property. And then like he scans your magic band. He's like, aloha. Or, you know, welcome home. And you're like, yes, I'm in. I'm in. Welcome home. Welcome home is like, when he says that, my eyes water. Yeah. I get so happy. I feel like I I got away with something. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I'm just going to get some food. Right. Just going to hang out in the lobby. I'm really not doing anything wrong. We really are not doing anything wrong. But, right. I get nervous because like, right. Yeah. Anyway, we're going. You feel like one of these times they're going to be like, Excuse me. It's going to be like, boo, boo. It's like, Bruce, we knew it. We knew it was you. We finally got you. <laughs> we finally got Pull you. Pull over to the right, sir. We are taking this magic band away. Oh, You're gosh. never allowed back in the Polynesian. That is not true whatsoever. We should not kid about that stuff because I can't ruin my chances here. That's, 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 I guess that would be the only reason why we would, I would separate. <laughs> yeah. And I would go to the Floridian and take the boat over. Yeah, right. Anyways, back on to the what you can and cannot do at the resort. So again, you can feel free to visit. You can hang out at the lobby and just relax. I mean, you really don't have to do, you know, you don't have to do anything. Um, you can take advantage, especially if you're going to the Fort Wilderness. You can do many of the activities there. But what you cannot do, and they do have postings everywhere, but for some reason, Bruce never saw them before. You cannot use the pools. So just as a FYI, it's for resort guests only. So back to... Sorry, Robert. <laughs> Sorry. We definitely... Connie's confused. a dream crusher. I, I am. I don't even sure. All right. So back to his question. What would he... What meal... What meal should he do? There's, there's... It depends on what time you're going. So, but he also says, and when to eat them. So like, which meal and when could be... I, see, if I were going to visit the Polynesian... Huh? If I was visiting the Polynesian for the first time... I would make it an experience. I would go for an early, either get there early and do an early dinner. And then I would have to stay for when the tiki torches were lit, lit and just kind of walk the grounds a little because it's so pretty. So I think the Kona Cafe is an underrated restaurant. I think that if you went to the Polynesian for dinner, uh, you could just go to the Poly- You could go to the Kona, Caf- Kona Cafe. You wouldn't need to go to... Oh, Hana's obviously a great choice, but it's super hard to get into. I was going to say, if you haven't booked already and you're going to ohana and if you're going there in less than six months that it's it's extremely it's very unlikely to get i hate to be a i hate to rain on the parade unless you unless you like eating all you care to enjoy at 9 45 p.m which seems to be the only option yeah it's always open but here's the thing let me just break it down you seem to be having trouble Really? Because yeah. I feel like I've been clear and you're the one rambling today. And maybe you're just dream crusher. Okay. Talking keep, about you can't get into the pool. Keep going. Uh, if you're going for experience, 
I think the Aloha dinner show is a great experience, but the food isn't as good. If you're going for pure food, Ohana's great. If you can't get into either one of those, the Kona Cafe is very good. The food is good. The atmosphere is it's great. It's underrated. Yeah, and the yeah. portions are good. The The pricing is good. But if you're going for breakfast, just go to Captain Cook's. See, I was going to say, if you're going for breakfast, though, they do they, they amp up the Tonga. They don't need to amp up Tonga. Tonga's amped up all on its own. Okay. I don't need the pineapple on the side. I don't need any sauce on it. Just give me Tonga on a paper plate, a fork and knife, and I'm good to go. Okay, I'm pretty sure we didn't answer that question. But all right, so what was your question? So that would be, so I would suggest, at this point, if you're going sooner than later, I would say book Kona and you're you're, you're going to have a blast there. And then if you can, I guess maybe you even visit Trader Sam's Grotto and just kind of hang out in there and get some drinks. And it's just, tiny in there, though. It's fun. It's fun. I love that place. It's fun. Okay. That's what I would say, and you should listen to me. All right, listen to me. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Is there any more questions? I'm going to get in so much trouble there. Just a couple more. Are you ready? Yeah, there's a couple more? Yeah. Okay. Am I losing you? No. Okay. I told you, we we haven't unlocked this mailbag in quite some time. Well, let me just say thanks to one of our sponsors before we go on. Okay. Kingdom Strollers. If you're heading to Disney, which it sounds like a lot of these people are, and they have little kids, <laughs> they should definitely check out Kingdom Strollers. Uh, They're going to deliver your stroller or bed to your resort or your vacation home in the Orlando area. And then when you're done, they'll pick it up for you. The cool thing about Kingdom Strollers is that it lets you kind of keep the stroller, not kind of, it lets you use the stroller over your whole vacation. So you don't have to go to the park, get a stroller there, and then bring it back when you're done with the park. You can use it at your resort or at the park. Uh, For more information on those guys, head over to kingdomstrollers.com. And thanks to them for supporting the show. Super appreciated on our part. This is just a simple question because we already did it, but this one is from Jen. I just want to thank her for sending the message. She just wanted to know about our recent trip to the Beach Club. When she sent the message, we hadn't yet reviewed and talked about our our experience there. And I just want to say we did. Finally, we unlocked Disney's Beach Club. So check that episode out. Was it 177? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty not sure. It was 177. I always get these numbers... I don't like I don't like having show numbers. We'll just go through the scroll through the feed and they'll say unlocking Disney's Beach Club. There you go. That's better. I've been saying the numbers at the beginning of the show lately and I just realized I don't like doing that. What's the question? Okay. So on to the next question. This one is from Fran and Wait, she Wait, that was a that wasn't a question. There was a question there. There was a question. She said when are you going to be when are you going to be talking about Disney's Beach Club? Oh, all right. Were you listening? No, obviously I wasn't. And now I had time. So it, yes, it is number 177. Okay. okay. All right. So this one, this is funny. She says, a really easy name for you to pronounce on air. What is it? Fran. <laughs> <laughs> so Fran C. from New Hampshire. And she says, well, she starts off without a question, but she does say something I want to talk about. She says, hello, we differ on a few things. I love Pomp Century. I would rather What's spend- Pomp Century? <laughs> I've never heard of that one. I did sound like that. Pop? It's getting late. Pop, Pop century. century. Pop right. century. I just want to be clear. I'd make sure I know what we're talking about. Are you here. razzing you're me con- now? You're confusing me a little. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I would rather spend less on room on a room per night and have a longer vacation. I also love taking the buses, and I'm not. Sorry for it. I just I can't. I have to wait. We might have to stop because that well, This has got to be a joke. No, it's not. She's messing Friend, with I us. love you. <laughs> this is funny. Okay, so... Back to she's listening right now, being like, I cannot believe they read that on the. She so first of all, let me just say we love the pop century too. I don't maybe we didn't 
I guess what we, we usually talk about a lot on the show is the poly and deluxe resorts, I guess. But I the pop is cool, and I definitely agree. It depends on what your family likes to do. I mean, you can save so much money by staying at a value resort, and it, it really enhance your days at the park. But we talked about this on another show. If you're going to be staying at a deluxe or moderate resort and you're doing five days of parks, really, you don't need to stay and spend that much money on the resort. Itself. Yeah, if you're say if you're going to Disney for ten days and you're only going to and you're going to parks for eight, you know, get the cheaper resort. She does make an interesting point about the buses. She says, "I'm also exhausted at the end of the night, and I could not imagine driving." And I think that that is actually something I never even considered because I never drive. Bruce always drives, so I never really even thought about it. If you had asked me to drive, I think I I may I. I, I'm with you, friend. Like, I'd be too tired to drive at night. Like, that's Listen, a good point. It depends on what time it is. But if I'm staying at the Pop Century or Port Orleans, like, there's no amount of exhaustion that's going to make me want to take the bus. Well, listen, she does it and she I loves it. I could have not it. slept for three days and I'm still driving to the – I'm still driving. Okay. Well, anyways, she found our podcast only two weeks ago and has been binge listening to about 80 episodes while she works. And I and – I'm. I can't believe you're still listening because wow. that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> and so she says she really we we really have her thinking about taking it slow and exploring the parks more. They usually go nonstop. In fact, when they first flight of the day, they hit Epcot first thing in the afternoon. Wow. They rope drop every morning and close the parks and they love it, but this time they will slow down a bit. And I just want to mention I wonder why she can't drive home. <laughs> right. And I just want to mention that we don't do that and but, you know, if you guys, I mean, I, I think if our kids were older, too, I, I could do it. I mean, I, I think I could see going all night like that, rope dropping. Like, it depends on the ages of your kids, too. There's no set way to do Disney, though. That's the great thing about Disney is, like, you go at your own pace. Right. You can go as many. You can go to the, you can go stay at Disney for 10 days and go to 10 days of parks if you right. want to. Like, if you can, if you have that stamina, do it. Who am I to tell you not to? <laughs> That's right. You know, don't listen to me. This think, is my opinion. This I, is what I like to do. Everybody's different. And you know what? Even if you did that, that's what I really, I guess, what I want to share with you is more like your attitude. And if you can absorb and be in the moment while doing that, that's all the takeaway I want you to have. I can't. Bruce definitely has a hard time with that. But if you can do it and you can come home, it sounds like you went home and had a great time. And really remember parts of your trip that were amazing. I think that that's the most important thing. But like you said, you know, that's the great thing about Disney is that you can do and customize anything that works for you and your family. So she goes on to the question. She said, she just listened to the podcast where we reviewed, where we reviewed, reviewed the Aloha Dinner Show. I actually can't even remember when we did that. I don't remember the podcast, but I remember the Aloha Dinner Show. No, I know. I remember like we were y- there yesterday, but I don't remember doing the <laughs> review. I don't remember too many of the podcasts. <laughs> I don't either. To be totally, I do remember the unlocking ones. Other, than I only that, remember the interviews. Oh, we're lit, and I was gonna say maybe the interview. Oh no, definitely the interviews. But yeah, anyway, I am. She goes on to say, I'm trying to figure out how I can do the show and then head to the beach for the pageant and fireworks. Do you think that is possible? Thank you again. Keep it coming. So. Yes, you can do that, actually. You well, there's can, two dinner shows, right? Yeah, so there's a 5.30. I think check-in time might be 5.15 or maybe the 5. Anyway, you want to check in earlier than your... By the way, word of the show? Word of the show. Anyway. Have I said that a lot? I think so. Anyway, you pretty much said it anyway a lot. Did I really? I think so. Usually I notice and then it bugs me, but I didn't even notice. Well, now you're going to notice, so... It's going to be like a game for you guys. Like every time you hear a word... 
took a game for you. No, You're welcome. So All right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, she's trying to figure out, okay, yeah, so you, there's two shows, there's one at like 5, I want to say 5.15, right around there, and then another one later at like 8, uh, so if you go to the 5 o'clock one, you can definitely be out in time to go head to the beach, see the fireworks, and make a whole event of it, it's amazing, and so much fun, I like doing the Aloha show at night myself, only because the atmosphere changes at night, and I feel like it's even more, I just love seeing them twirl the fire sh- the that's really yeah fun. especially if you go in more towards the summertime when <laughs> they try to say gets, that non-awkwardly it's darker later um you know in the winter time it gets darker earlier so the 5 p.m on you may be able to have that same experience oh that's true it gets darker down there at like six right so, so yeah that's true but in the winter I didn't even time, think of that but sometimes right. but anyway you can fit in both of <laughs> us oh my gosh all right anyway <laughs> should we move on i want to end the show did now. you answer that question <laughs> I think so. All right. What last one? It's a would you rather. Oh my god, another one. It's not a question. It's just a would you rather. Okay. To end the show, wrap it up. Finally, a would you rather from Kylie. That's from an undisclosed location. A lot of these people are from undisclosed locations. <laughs> yeah, they don't want us What's going to on? know. Hey, the secret service or something. <laughs> yes. A W Y R. Would you rather? Which okay. Ready? Sushi at Kona Cafe at the Polynesian or in Japan at Epcot. Kona. That was so easy for you. I it thought you so were going to take longer than that. I was really excited to share that with you because I thought it must you must be tired. No, I'm not <laughs> so tired. I think show. the Kona Cafe is way under... Am I sitting down at the Kona Cafe or am I at the quick service place? Okay, let's make it Let's make it that you. it's quick service. Well, if it's quick service, I'm picking Japan. Yeah. But if I'm sitting down for dinner and I'm having sushi, I'm picking the sit-down Kona. Okay. Okay. So sit down, okay, sit down reservation, Kona. If you're going for sushi, like if you're, if you're, I think you have to make a choice. Are you going for experience or are you going for the sushi? If you're going for the sushi, I'm going to the Kona. If I'm going for the experience. What? The, the Japan, the Japan pavilion, because it's not like, you just get sushi and then you go sit outside. It's like quick service sushi. That's how you do it in Japan, but there are other ways to do it in Japan. Take it easy. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So that's your opinion of the experience. I totally actually feel like japan is my favorite but no. the th- but here's the thing i'm gonna say you're wrong anyway you have to be at the park which you know that kind of throws a curveball because what if it's a not park day and then you have to choose and then you have to go to the park and so yeah kona is usually our go-to but i like kona kona has great sushi underrated too all right i'm still kind of well surprised. there's i feel anyway. like you, i feel like you would have if if this was a question at the beginning of the show you would have answered it differently. Yeah, we're 40 minutes in. I probably would have been more elaborate on that. I think that Sorry, what's she's her name? getting inaccurate information. She just got me at the end of the show. <laughs> Poor Kylie. I'm sorry. We'll revisit this. Kylie, come join us on Facebook Live on Monday. And Connie, make that the first question of the show. Perfect. Okay? All right. You get a much more in-depth answer. Perfect. If you're going to Disney, you should check out Enchanted Escapes Travel. They are our preferred Disney travel partner. And I like travel partners because I don't have to do any work. <laughs> I like travel partners. You know, they do. They book your vacation. They book your resort, the trips, the fast passes, the dinner reservations, and it doesn't really. Co- it doesn't not really. It doesn't cost you any money. Yeah, I was gonna say let's be a little more more clear. So going it's pretty forward. cool. Like they can, okay. and they're experts, right? And the cool thing about what they do is, if a fast pass opens up or a dinner reservation opens up, they're constantly checking. Whereas when we do it, we kind of set it and forget it. 
unless you're obsessive like Connie, you just get there refreshing all the time. If you're not one of those people, you should definitely check out Enchanted Escape Travel. And I just want to say thank you to them. They've been sponsoring the show for a long time. Yeah. Uh, over a year now or two years almost. And um, I highly recommend them. We use them. There's been a lot of people who listen to the show who use them. So go to Enchanted-Escapes.com. All righty. What else, Bruce? No, you end the show. I'm going to end you the show. You gave the whole wrap it up there. I did not. At the end of the show, when I was answering that question about no, sushi, saying, you gave me the whole wrap it up no, there. No, I didn't. I, I was going back to Kylie's Would You Rather, and I feel like we didn't give it our 100% effort. So I was thinking of how to. All right, Kylie, if you're listening to this episode, come over to our show Monday night. I will elaborate on that question. Connie, make sure that's the first question that's asked on Monday night's show. I will do that, Bruce. Be sure to join us Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Facebook. Set your notifications on so that you yeah. get an alert when we're live because it's so much fun. If you want uh, an alert or a notification, just go message us on Facebook because we uh, we send out uh, Don't they get a notification. Wait, I just said that. I know. Well, you got to go message us in order to get that notification. They can't just set it on their settings. But anyway, I've also been doing something else, Connie. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm snappy. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's move on. So <laughs> okay. what... One of the things that I like to do while I'm working is listen to old video clips of Walt either talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean or the Carousel of Progress or him starting Disneyland or what he would do differently. I've been finding these clips on YouTube, uh, and I've been sharing them on Facebook and Instagram. So if you're interested in hearing from Walt or just the history of Walt Disney, I love the old clips. Those are so cool to see and watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think about what it would have been like to look uh, like watch TV on a Sunday night when there was three channels. And see Walt on TV, like, describing Disneyland. Like, how awesome would that have been? Pretty awesome. But we have a thing now that... Yeah, it's called YouTube. <laughs> we can... Yeah, but it's not the same. It's true. It's definitely not the it's same. It's not the same as, like, when you only have three channels and, like, you have three things to watch and Walt's on one of them and you're sitting there. Everybody in the house's attention. There's no phones. There's no iPads. There's no computers. Like There's no DVR either. So, like, you can't record him and no, watch it You can't it miss it. Oh, that's so fun. Can we just go back to those? Yeah, I mean, like, your full attention is yeah. on the TV watching Walt on a Sunday night. That would have been amazing. So I think about that while I'm working, and I want to share those clips with you. So go check us out on Instagram. Uh, we are Unlock the Magic, and on Facebook, we are Unlocking the Magic. And if you want to say hello on Twitter, WW Unlock the Magic, Unlock Magic actually on Twitter. And I think that's going to do it for the show today, Connie. You just ended the show there, Bruce. Yeah. Well, I'm ending the show right now, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.